0: God's people on today's show, Lavelle joins us to tell us about his son Emmanuel's recent trip to the doctor's office to get baby shots, and he tells us about this doctor who lets her nurse do the dirty work, from there we discuss trust issues, and what to do when God doesn't live up to your expectations, yes you heard that right, and then I share a new song with y'all, yeah it's from my project entitled The Inspiration, that you can find on Apple Music and Spotify sometime soon by searching J-Will Music, but right about now you should sit back, relax, it's and enjoy Enjoy the inspiration. Inspire God's people, the My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? And I would like to welcome you to inspire God's people where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Can I start off with a scripture, y'all? Let's do that, man. It's like I woke up this morning and read uh, Second Timothy uh, chapter two. And uh, I just want to share a little bit of what I read this morning because it legit blessed me. You know what I'm saying? And um, I knew I needed to like you know how you let life get in the way. I've been busy lately. I feel like I ain't been reading a word, um, like I need to, and um, this is where I started. And um, yeah, I got a lot of little notes I wrote down and stuff this morning, but uh, reading from the New Living Translation, Second Timothy chapter two, verse twenty-two. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Yo, all right, I know it it probably sounds so simple. You know what stood out to me? First things first, run. (laughs) Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. And what that made me think about was like, You know, nobody really wants to be challenged these days. Um, And when I look in the Word, man, it's like, you know, the instructions of the Word of God it it challenges you. It it tells you to run. If look, if the Word is telling you to run, it must mean that it's a possibility for you to be in a vulnerable situation, right? Or you wouldn't need to run if you weren't in there. And so, I think sometimes what happens is we'll paint people as being judgmental for telling you to be righteous for challenging you like not like it's a difference between judging and challenging. And what I don't like, and I think is tough is that we live in this world where everybody paints with broad strokes. So someone will be telling you something cause they genuinely love you and wanting to challenge you and push you to becoming better. And because you prefer to stay in the situation you're in, why? Because you stimulate it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it says. It say run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Well, sometimes we got to step back and be like, well, why doesn't this person want to run? Or why don't I wanna, want to run? It's because you stimulate it. And you got to understand when God sends someone to challenge you, they may be challenging you to move from a situation that feels good to you. And what we think, look, I'm just being real, right? We think that the word of God is sent to make us feel good. And it's not. It's sent to make us do good. That's a big difference. So we are seeker friendly. We want to find messages online and find YouTube preachers and people that's going to tell us exactly what we want to hear but those things don't make us better. And sometimes we run away from the people who challenge us and say, oh, he's just judgmental. Listen, man, it is necessary to be challenged in order to grow. And I'm telling you, like, as, you know, y'all know, um, recently I I came into this um, senior sales manager role. And one thing about me as I'm, like, developing my team and the culture of my team It's like, yo, we're going to celebrate people who are successful. I'm going to motivate you. I'm going to support you. Um, You know, I'm present. So as we're working with different clients, I'm not just leaving you out there, you know, on your own. I'm also not micromanaging you. But in the midst of all those good vibes and we have good times on our team calls and things like that, I like to keep it light. As you know from listening to this show, guess what? I am very clear about the fact that we will be the best. Like, (laughs) We're not just going to laugh and have a good time and never challenge you to hit your number or to get over the obstacles that you have. And I think sometimes, man, we we want one or the other. We just want, oh, I just want it to be super easy and good vibes. Why you got to tell me I need to hit my number? It ain't about all that. No, that's why we get paid, because it is about your number. So my whole thing is like, I'm challenging you because I want you to do good. Like, people don't challenge you because they hate you. They don't challenge you because they're judgmental. And the thing like with me, I'm telling you as a listener of this show, man, I'm not telling you to run because I'm better than you. I'm telling you to run because I'm just like you. That's what people don't understand sometimes because we're so quick to put people on a pedestal just because they're living for God or you know, they seem like a nice person and they can be a nice person. But the nicest person in the world struggles with some sin. I'm not naive to that. I know that. Like, you nice. I'm nice. Oh, that's great. Inspire guys, people. Oh, yeah. Go after your purpose. All that. And as soon as you turn this podcast off, there is some type of sin that you probably need to run from. There is some type of temptation that you need to resist. There is something that you need to pray about. And that's a necessary part of life. We are not perfected. Like, we are not in our glorified bodies in heaven. We're on earth in our flesh. And that's why the Bible says to us pick up your cross, deny yourself, follow me daily. I have to do that. You have to do that. Don't think because I'm here inspiring God's people that I'm not just like you, that I'm not tempted just like you. We're all. In this thing And I'm challenging you Because I'm either there Or been there Saw it before no, Like I know about You get what I'm saying I'm challenging you Because I love you When you listen To these episodes And we got purpose pusher And you know Like I'm trying to get you Ready for something Because we about To ramp it up I'm telling y'all We about to ramp it up And go to another level On this show But it's like I really need To make sure That you are ready To be challenged You feel me? I'm challenging you because if I can do it, I know you can do it. Because I come from where you come from. The bottom. The starting line. Like, (laughs) man, I just, I feel like what we do sometimes in life is we'll see someone. Maybe they're a little bit successful. Maybe they have something that we want. We are coveting. And we think like, man, it must be nice to be there it must be nice to have that. Do you know what that person did? Whenever I see someone who's successful, the first thing I think about is their sacrifice. Some of us look at people's cars, we look at their watches, we look at their chains and their jewelry, and oh, she got this nice ring. Like We look at the things. Whenever I see people who are truly successful, I think, woo, what is the level of sacrifice that they had to give to get there? Man, Kobe Bryant, I remember hearing a story about him before that said he would run to the point when he was working out to where he, until he coughed up blood. I'm not telling you to go run and cough up blood. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm telling you is we'll look at Kobe Bryant. We'll see the five rings. We'll see the accomplishments. We'll see all the accolades, the MVPs, but we don't see him coughing up the blood. And all I'm trying to tell you is, in order to get to where you want to get to, it's going to take a sacrifice. And sometimes that sacrifice means you can't do everything you want to do in your flesh. You can't live in stimulated mode. Some of us just want to be stimulated all the time. How many stimulus checks can you get? That's why we want all the stimulus checks. We just want to be stimulated. Hey, man. Hey, I'm broke. Just stimulate me. Okay. What what else? Oh, uh, I'm I'm tired. Stimulate me. Like we just we live in it, we want to live in this euphoric state. And that's not reality. Which is why so many people are chasing virtual reality and digital reality with social media and trying to find peace in those platforms and those outlets. And as good as those outlets can be for you to um, you know, connect with people of God and to read scriptures and things like that. They can be equally dangerous, so you have to be careful. We all fall short of the glory of God, no matter who you are. Me, you, the person next to you. We challenge each other because we don't want to stay in that state. If I fall short, I don't want to stay down. So I got to get up and ask myself, am I going to have an excuse or a lesson? Am I going to learn from why I fail? Am I going to learn from the mistake I made? And then when you learn something, you start challenging other people because you've been there before. And it's like, I don't want to look one thing about it is this. It's just like the GPS for the GPS on your phone and stuff, the Apple light. Have you ever been driving and saw the, the car that Google uses with all the little wires and stuff sticking out of it to do their little Google Maps and Satellites? The reason they know how to tell you where to go on your phone GPS is because they already been there. They wouldn't know how to tell you if they didn't send the car and the satellites and however. I don't know how they do it exactly. I just know I've been driving and I'd have seen the car with all the little stuff coming out of it. I'm like, okay, something ain't right right here. What's my point? They can guide you because they have been where you going. And. Just understand when you're listening to this podcast, whenever you feel like you're being challenged, it's out of love. And look, here's the crazy thing. So I woke up this morning and again, I read this scripture and I just started thinking about being challenged. I started taking notes on my phone and then look at this. I realized, you know, I had some new music I told y'all I worked on that was supposed to be out, let's see, two weeks ago three weeks, two weeks ago on my birthday. And basically what happened is there was a delay because I guess during this pandemic, so many people are submitting music. Um The, the, distri- the distribution site that I use to get my music on Apple Music and Spotify and stuff, they have so many submissions that it's just a delay. And they're not even telling you how long it's going to take before your music is live. And so I was like, you know what? I want to share a song with y'all today. Um, and it's on topic and and I didn't even realize it until after I had wrote all of the topic down and and thought about what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I recorded this song a few weeks ago now, you know, um, and it's going to be on my new project entitled The Inspiration. So I'm giving y'all an exclusive first listen here on Inspire Guys People to Podcast. Please email me. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on social media. Um. You know, my email is Music at gmail.com. That's Jermaine, J-E-R-M-A-I-N-E, W-I-L-S-O-N, music at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. The song is called Judge Me or Love Me. This is my personal favorite. It's only three songs on the project. This is number three. This is how the project ends. Um... I feel super vulnerable when you're sharing music or your art for the first time. It's a weird feeling, but y'all got to check it out. Let me know what y'all think. And, um, you know, hopefully y'all enjoy it. Please listen to the words. Judge Me or Love Me by J. Will Music. Please add J. Will Music to your Apple Music and Spotify playlist or wherever you listen to music or just Google J.W.I.L. Music. All one word. J.W.I.L. Music. music. Let the music play for a second. This is art. Now bring my vocals in on the four. I don't want to judge you. I only want to challenge you. Because I really love you. I don't want to say too much right now. I don't want to judge you. I only want to challenge you. Because I really love you right here. You know how hard it is to have people that know you, but don't know you for real. Living life on the surface, I like to call them surfers. I prefer to swim with the divers. They see the treasure as the people inside. Simple, but quite deep if you've allowed yourself to become more accustomed to the shallow waters. Question, are you more afraid to swim or more afraid to drown? Maybe just afraid to find out who you really are. Then finally... They'll have to judge me or love me for who I am. Let's talk about it. Sometimes I feel like I got the best friends and family Other times I feel like they don't understand me Like I'm too different No politicking for instance Too much money involved I know business is business They screaming Black Lives Matter Make America great I say you wanna be free Then you gotta be saved Sometimes agree with the blacks Sometimes agree with the white At the end of the day I just wanna be like Christ And that's offensive even to Christians how do you explain that? So tell me, do you judge me or love me for who I am? But who am I? Sometimes I want to be great. Other times I want to be safe. ATPG. Can't seem to make up my mind. I would hate to find out I waited too late. The clock is ticking. Now I'm building this legacy. Stop seeing what I am. Started seeing what I could be. Inspired guys, people. I learned how to plan and started doing I knew I had to become before I could be the inspiration. Do, Do you, judge you judge me or love me for, for who I am? What would it take for me to get the honest answer to that question from you? Just think about it. I don't want to judge you. I only want to challenge you because I really love you. That's that's really all it is for me. It's, man. I don't want to judge you. I only want to challenge you. I'm just trying to get beyond. Because I really love you. It's a thin line. Hard thing, but you really got to separate to move on. You ain't really trying to hear that. Most people so in love with the oldies, they can never sing a new song. They be like, back in my day, we used to do it like this and get our groove on. Alright now. And I be like, get off the flow before you break your hips and put some shoes on. Come on, nephew. You so in love with the past, you'll never meet the future. I'm just trying to convince you to make a contribution to the new you, the future. FUBU, time to make the switch from VHS to Hulu. Who trying to grow with me? I don't want to judge you. No, I don't. No. I only want to challenge you. Yes, I do. Yeah. Because I really love you. Now say it back to me. You just heard Judge Me or Love Me by yours truly, J. Will Music. Please be ready to check that out on Apple Music and Spotify sometime soon. Just add J. Will Music to your playlist right now. Listen to all the projects and the songs and get ready for the new ones. Look, hopefully y'all enjoyed that, you know, because I poured my heart out on that song. That's my favorite song right now. Shout out to my producer, Red, the real Red Campbell Jr. As always, produced the three songs on this project. Mix them, master them, all that good stuff. Um, he's a genius, and I'm grateful to have a producer like that in my life where we can make some great music and leave some things behind in this earth, man, some art for people to forever discover and be blessed by. Um, let me know what you think about that. Hit me up, Jermaine Wilson Music at gmail.com. But right about now, y'all know what time it is.
1: Thank you. It's time to go. finally got a theme song y'all Woo.
0: the man of god is speaking yes he is praise
1: god thank you for acknowledging that finally brother
0: uh who is this I'm, no i'm the man of god speaking to <laughs> oh
1: <him. That's> <laughs> i was looking more as you were the boy of god i'm the boy of god.
0: <laughs> that's so stupid the boy of god that literally makes no sense it's some preacher somewhere across the world. The boy of God. <laughs> what up, man? What up, brother? You all right? Hold on. Did you just cough, bro? <laughs> we got going to have to get you checked out. Uh, get you tested before we come on this show, man. What's, what's right. going on? We ain't nowhere near each other, but I still, <laughs> hold on, bro. No, what's good, man? How, how you feeling over there? Doing good, man. Doing good. Doing good.
1: Just chilling.
0: That I, I I ask you how you doing. I want a testimony for people all across the world. And, and the best you could do that God has done for you is doing good. Ah, these uh, are the type of people right here, boy, that just that just we're gonna have Brother Lavelle come up and testify for, for all the people struggling and about to give up on life. Uh, I'm doing good. Pray my strength. <laughs> goes discouragement welcome to discourage god's people (laughs) where we balance (laughs) the end of the world (laughs) and the pandemic (laughs) to guide you nah oh man wow this is a rocky start but uh you know hey well welcome to the show it's been it's been at least a few weeks man hopefully you feeling good um and had a good uh you know how did you how did you celebrate on my birthday? I know y'all probably celebrated over there just for me. You know, uh, you know, having another um, a milestone, um, making it to another year. So I know that was a big thing because people honor their man of God outside of His presence. So you know, I am. You know, let me let me not, let me not take the jokes too far because your pastor might be listening. I was about I was about to go too far. All right, let's move on from there. Never mind. Never mind. What up, man? It's on you, man. This is another Lavelle. This is your segment. Why Why am I still talking two minutes into that, you know, situation?
1: <laughs> Dude, listen. First of all, let me be totally open and transparent. I didn't know we were live.
0: <laughs> I didn't know we were on.
1: I, I don't have my headphones in. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. this,
0: well, this should let people know this is exactly how our normal conversations go. So that... <laughs> That is hilarious to me that you did not know we were live until right now. Yes, guys, people. that What just happened is literally how me and this young man um, interact on the phone. So um, now y'all know it's real. I know people be thinking we probably acting fake or like, it's like, no, not really. Oh, man. You you tell me when you ready, man. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know what's going to happen today because we... (laughs) We off to a rocky start we offending people discouraging people uh, lavelle ain't got his headphones in lord help us please
1: man All hey, right. well you know i want the audience to hear the baby crying or the
0: cats meowing in the background man, do whatever you got to do man we right now we, this is inspire guys people behind the scenes now y'all getting like the real um you know people calling they not they not in the right part of the house man it's just one thing I will say, like, while you get your stuff is like Zoom culture, uh, meaning like for people who working at home and have to be on all these virtual videos like myself, what's been interesting about it that I kind of do like, even though I'm tired of it, it has allowed you to see people without the fronting mask that they have on at work all the time. So it's allowed me to see people, their kids running up on the screen, husbands and wives walking in the background. You done ran out of good clothes to wear, so you. Some people just say forget it. Some days they on there in a the t-shirt and a hoodie, man. It's it's been interesting seeing people, uh, seeing people on Zoom, man. You know, 'cause you be at work and people be fronting, but you know. Right.
1: I was. We were. Uh, we were on our church service, and uh, somebody said something good. I said, Whew, I would have got up and ran if I had some pants on." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> oh so. man, that is hilarious.
1: So, so, sometimes I have a shirt in town with some pajama
0: pants <laughs> or shorts on,
1: brother.
0: Oh man, we had to do this picture for work. Um they asked us to like sum up the year or something last year. Okay. I sent in a picture. It was funny because they put it, we had a big like um big video conference meeting with a few hundred people on there. And my video was me sitting on my desk with a suit jacket and a tie on. With some Uh, Nike shorts and some and some gym shoes, man, people was rolling. (laughs) Man, yeah. So that is funny. Anyway, welcome to Inspire Guys, people, where we pretty much waste time until people get ready. So um, let me know if you're ready to (laughs) if you're ready to start the show or not, or are you uh, walking around some random part of your house looking for your headphones? I got them.
1: Nope, I got them. They are in, and I am ready to go, man.
0: All right, there we go, man. Hey, hopefully people appreciate this. Look, in 2021, man, ain't no more fronting. We just going to be ourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's it. We're going we gonna to let it be what it is. What you got for us today, man? What are we going to talk about? All right. So um, my son, your godson,
1: just turned six months old a couple of days ago.
0: Happy birth month, Emmanuel.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So oh, we're happy about that. So every, every other month, so at month two, Month four and month six he had to get shots right and uh, I don't think he gets any more shots until a year now. I'm not hundred percent sure but um it was a, it's been a very interesting experience being there when he gets these shots right so you know you're 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 at the point now where you're bonding with this little fella. you know i've had uh, we think we talked about this on the last time I was on the blessing of me being laid off from work is that I'm literally here with my son all day, every day. So it's been a real blessing, just getting to know him, knowing his mannerisms and, you know, just just learning him and him learning me and just that behind. And then to take him to the doctor's office and the doctor comes in, you know, she examines him, but she doesn't actually do the shot. She told us before she said, Oh no, I don't, I don't want them babies hating me. I had the nurses to do the
0: shots. Wow. <laughs> right, okay.
1: And sure enough, when when she came here, he recognizes her. He smiles and everything. So and then you know she examines him, and sure enough, the nurses come in. So it was a, a male nurse and a female nurse. One of them was a, a college student, and he was he was being trained. So it was funny because when they when they walked in, Emmanuel looked at them with this look like i don't tr- if it was a look that would have made doug proud it was that i can't trust you look <laughs> right right he, he looked like who are you all why are you all here i know that you're here to do something that's going to cause some type of pain right so sure enough they came in and there were four shots they combined two so it's three they had to stick him three times with the with the needle. So, you know, we're sitting there, you know, my wife is almost in tears. And I'll be honest, at the two-month mark, I almost cried. (laughs) The four-month, they wouldn't let me in. And uh, this time, we were there, and I just walked back there. They didn't stop me, so I was there. (laughs) But it's amazing, when they stick this needle into his leg, the pain that it causes him. Hmm. You know, he, he hollers, he cries, like real tears coming out. And my wife and I were just standing there, there's literally nothing we can do. And I remember the first time at the two-month mark, I'm not even joking, he literally looked at us as he was getting the shot. like, And it was almost like you you could hear him saying, why are you allowing these people to do this to me? Yeah. And it broke, man, it broke my heart. I was just, just like, oh, my goodness. So this time as they were giving him the shot, I started thinking, I was like, wow, you know, this shot hurts him, but the ultimate purpose of the shot is to help him.
0: Mm.
1: And I was like, huh. And I began to think about us and how when we go through trials and tribulations and things like that, how how it must feel to God. You know, God does not take pleasure in allowing us to go through certain things, but God knows that when we do go through these things, that he has an ultimate purpose and ultimate plan that's going to eventually help us. So is this sticking my son with this needle? I know that what they're injecting into him Eventually is going to help him, even though at the present moment it's hurting him.
0: It hurts, but it helps. Mm. If I was preaching Mm -hmm. a message right now, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That would be the topic. It hurts, but it helps. Um, Yes, sir. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what? Don't you know? I can't. You know, the conspiracy theorists in me want to say it's up for debate whether they putting in them help them or not. But you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna leave that alone for the show and we gonna right. stick with the topic at hand but i just had to bring conspiracy J out for y'all real quick. You know, I don't really let I don't let him make too many appearances on the podcast. Uh, no i'm i'm joking. I'm I'm not that. I'm not an uh conspiracy theorist. Um I'm a realist, brother. No, i'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> um, no, man, you know what? It it's a good point. Like there's a couple things that stands out to me. Uh first i want to go back to the nurse. Um uh, the doctor, rather. Ain't it shady how some people, in order to stay in good wills with others, will put make other people do the dirty work? <laughs> like, she, right. she want the baby to like hers. And so she like, I'm going to make... You know. Look, this is what I would say, man. Always be mindful of when somebody is putting you in the position of the nurse. You know what I'm saying? Like there's times in life where somebody will try to position you and, like, make you do something they don't want to do. And a lot of times, and I'm not saying that's the case in this situation with Dr. The Nurse, but a lot Uh of times when people do that, they're doing it because they don't think either, A, you recognize that they're putting you in that position, or B, even worse, they don't think even if you know that you have the guts and the audacity to stand up for yourself and stop. Uh So it would be like if somebody called me, for instance, and wanted to Uh talk you know, talk about you, you know what I'm saying? And say you, you're irritating, you get on their nerves and all that. Now, instead of me saying, um, hmm, praise God, I agree, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. stand up and say, I'm not going to do your dirty work and call him and tell him that he, no, nah, I'm joking, but that is a like, super sidebar. The uh, Like, I can't stand when people want you to do their dirty work. Now, back to um the program. Here's the second thing I want to talk about. Were you comfortable with the fact this doctor? I got first of all, I got a lot of questions about this doctor, and I know this ain't even where you was going. Uh first you got nurses doing the dirty work. Then you Uh, said, My man who came in to give the shot was in training? Yes. (laughs) Whoa. No, no, seriously, let's take a moment. Like, so you was good with that. That didn't make you nervous at all. It
1: did. It did. Um uh because when he walked in, he had on a um I won't say the name of the college, but it was the college I went to. And I I asked him, I said, oh, Oh, you were in school? He said, yeah. Now, the good thing was the the other nurse was more experienced because she's actually the one who was giving him his shots every time um, who was training him. Out of the three shots, she let him do one and she did two. So, that eased me a little bit. Hmm. (laughs) But I guess with the fact that all he was doing was injecting this,
0: you know, all he sticking the needle was in, injecting a needle into your son. <laughs> that's it. Like, that that that's yeah, what, it. <laughs> yeah, I was cool with that. What? that nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing extreme, nothing major. The, the poor boy is looking at you like, why, daddy, why? <laughs> right. It's adults that cry when they got to get a shot. But all he was doing, you know what, bro? <laughs> I, ironically, my
1: mother is one of those people, who is a
0: nurse, by the way, who loves giving
1: shots. But she cannot take a shot. She so literally mama, tears will
0: cry. Is the nurse that gave her grandson a shot? Cause the doctor, you know what, uh, this story is going haywire. All right, so you got this college student. So here, here's my other problem, right? And I promise we are gonna get to the point. Uh, it's gonna be we gonna <laughs> it's gonna be some good dialogue around this. But I just let me. I can't ignore this stuff. This stuff is right here. It's in my face. I would be lying if I ignored it. So uh-huh. my problem with this college student, you know, like, here's my problem when we get into the workforce in general, right? Like, uh-huh. You don't really know what kind of grades I got. So like, let's say if you come to my job and I'm helping you and I'm like, yeah, I'm this, I do this. I'm, I'm giving you my title. But it's like, you know what, bro? Like what kind of grades did you get? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause my thing right. is like, he's still in school. It's like, bro, you gonna, if you're going to give a shot to my son, I need to know that you ain't get a C in that class. <laughs> right <laughs> this is not look man I. all jokes aside I went to the doctor uh, last year when I went to the doctor one of the times um, mm-hmm. the lady I went to get my blood drawn and like my veins are easy to find like that's always something people have said about me like it's easy to find my veins okay man, I left out bro I'm talking about this lady had to stick me four times before she found it and my arm for two days wow. looked like yeah. I was getting like Tiff was beating me by the arm, like, she just slapping me around by the arm. Had a black arm, right. but um. Anyway, okay. Now that we got past those things, um, mm-hmm. I, when you said that Emmanuel looked at you and your wife, the woman of God, um, mm-hmm. I won't do like you disrespect me and call her the girl of God, but um, yeah. we will we want, we want to, we want to stay on air and be able to still have you on as a guest. Um, so I won't offend your family, but. Like, for real, for real, like, it, it made me think, like, man, when he looked at you like that, like, put yourself in his position. hmm Like, what do you think sparked the look of, like, why are y'all letting this happen to me?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's the, the buildup of trust. So it's like, and I think we we actually talked a little bit about this a couple of episodes ago or uh, last year, I believe we were just talking about, you know, every time he wakes up, we're there, you know, yeah. uh, he notices that we're the ones feeding him. We're the ones changing his diaper, making sure he's comfortable, putting him on clothes. If it's a little chilly, you put a hat on, you know, so I think he sees that we're the ones taking care of him. So in my mind, it's like, okay, if you are supposed to be taking care of me, why are you allowing this to happen to me this is causing me discomfort and it's causing me pain whereas you're the one that when my diaper is dirty you change it to make sure i'm comfortable you put clothes on my back to make sure that i'm comfortable when my little tummy is empty and it needs to be fed you're putting a bottle in my mouth or now he's eating um the number one food now. So, you know, you're the one putting this into me now to make sure that I'm comfortable. So why would you allow these people who I don't know to come in and inflict pain on me?
0: That makes sense. Trust creates an expectation. So Mm. what happens is that you built trust with him and the more trust you built, it started to guide his expectation of you. So the reason he was looking like that is because y'all weren't living up to his expectation of what was supposed to happen in that moment. Now, the reason I'm calling that out is because there are times that God doesn't live up to our expectations. If we being real, if I'm being uh-huh. real, there are times in my life that God hasn't lived up to what I had expected based on the trust that he has built with me. There have been times in my life where I felt like God was acting out of character. Mm. However, Mm. it hurts, but it helps. Mm. So I think sometimes we stop trusting too soon. So the thing in that moment is that Emmanuel allowed the pain. Now he's six months old, people. Okay, we're not going <laughs> to put too much expectation and blame on him. So this is just a metaphor, all right. all right? But my point is, he allowed the pain to distract him from what he already knew about y'all. And what happens mm. is whenever you get in a tough situation, trust does one or two things. It either allows me to endure the pain because I trust you so much that I know there must be a reason that you're allowing this to happen or mm-hmm. it, uh, it causes me to abandon the trust mm. wow that's
1: really really good and, and and that's exactly where I was going hmm. okay. I, I ain't gonna go I knew, lie I knew that all along <laughs>
0: You you said what I was about to say It's like you read a script You're speaking with the (laughs) confidence of a master prophet
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's really good, man Because we do have expectations from God So when we look at Okay, I know one of your favorite stories And I think one of the probably Most relevant to what we're talking about now Stories in the Bible is the story of Joseph, right? Now, Joseph had this dream, we all know the story, you know, he had this dream that he was going to be ruling over his, his uh, family, uh, basic, just basic, go, go read Genesis, the whole second half of the book of Genesis, and you'll get the full story, but he had this dream that he was going to rule over his family, he told his brothers, they didn't like it, they hated him for it, and they ended up selling him into slavery, All right. but every step of the way, we see God was with him. But things were still happening to him. He did get sold into slavery, right? Right. Now, when he went into slavery, got ended up moving, and he ended up moving up in the ranks to where he was working in Potiphar's house, right, Uh, like number one position in Potiphar's house. But then something else happened. Potiphar's wife lied on him. He ended up getting thrown back down into prison for some years, right? Then, of course, we know that Pharaoh had a dream, and he interpreted the dream, and he ended up becoming second in command over the entire country of Egypt, right? But what we sometimes don't think about is what had to be going through his mind during those spots and moments where he was going through. So during the time when he was being sold into slavery, right? During that time where he got thrown into prison for years, right? What was going through his mind uh what was he you know, what were his expect expectations of God right? was he like, okay, God, I had this dream, and you said I was going to be a ruler, how can I be a ruler if I'm down in this in this pit and like you said, if he had given up too soon, maybe we wouldn't be sitting here talking about him thousands and thousands of years later,
0: right yeah, it's you know, of course, I love that story. And I can always talk about that story um, and and hear and, and see new things in it. Um, but, you, you know, you said something good. Like, he was trusting God and stuff was still happening to him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's deep to me because I think sometimes we romanticize the idea of trusting God. And, like, mm-hmm. we give people the idea that trusting God means that you will never have any down moments in your life, right? Like you won't be sold into slavery, you won't end up in prison, you won't have something bad happen or something unfortunate or whatever. And then what happens is when we create a false expectation and then people have those experiences, they turn their back on God. Like I've seen a lot of people, um, you know, just through social media is an interesting thing because you could be following somebody for seven years or whatever. So you kind of, you look up and you're like, man, we've been social media friends for seven years. I've seen you for seven years. And a lot of times I've seen people go from being a strong or overt Christian to kind of a lukewarm Christian to not really a Christian to like, I hate God to, you know, and it's like, I'm not saying that that's majority of people or anything, but I've seen those progressions and it's like, man, Sometimes I can't help but wonder, like, were they given a misrepresentation of what it means to live a Christian lifestyle and trust God? Because, mm. like I said, I, okay, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, no. I was about to say. I think a lot of times we do. I think we do that with more areas of our lives than we want to admit. Yeah. Right. We do it with marriage. We do it with friendships. You know, you and I have been friends for a long time. And we've had disagreements. You know, we don't agree on everything, right? Exactly. But uh, my, my wife and I, you know, when you, when, before I got married, I, you know, you watch the movies and in the movies, they're all lovey-dovey all the time. Everything is, you know, and then you get married and y'all had that argument and it's like, y'all in the same house, not talking to each other. Nowhere. <laughs> right? Can't go nowhere, especially now, right? It's like, you know, so we romanticize, I like that word, we romanticize pretty much everything in our life, even, even down to food, right? You're watching the, the, the Burger King commercial and you see this beautiful picture of this beautiful Whopper. So you, order DoorDash, right? The Whopper come and it's sloppy, it's ketchup and mustard all over the pack. The lettuce half on there is withered up. And, all that. and, then, and then we get angry and we get mad, right? And then we, again, we do that same thing with God. God, you are supposed to do this this and this for me so why is this this and this happening and it takes me to this scripture a very familiar passage of scripture and it's uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 28 and the King James says and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called According to his purpose. The Amplified Version puts it this way It says, And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose i think the key word that kind of jumps out to me in this passage now and what we're talking about is work all things work Mm. together for the good right all things work work means something has to be moving it's a verb right it's an action word all things work yes Everything's not going to flow the way you think it's supposed to flow. Everything's not going to go the way Lavelle thinks it's supposed to go. But in the end, we have a promise from scripture that all of this stuff is working together, but it's working together for good if we love God, if we're the ones that are called according to his plan and his purpose.
0: Man, that's powerful. You you said a bunch of dope stuff um i I like the emphasis on the word work, and I'm gonna tell you why because work it it implies that it takes effort. it implies that mm-hmm. there's like you said something has to be done. It also implies to me that the things have to work because as it is, it's not necessarily good and I'm gonna tell you something like I think when we hear all things work together for for good. We think it means all things are good. And that's not the case. So we romanticize and create this. All things work together for the good of those that love God. And so we like we make it almost seem like all things, all these good things are working together with other good things. And it never says that the things have to be good to work together for good. And so what it is is like, okay, Joseph, you might be in prison. You might have had to run from Potiphar's wife and got falsely accused. Your brothers might have sold you into slavery, but because you love God and you are called according to his purpose, look, bro, I actually have, I can work these bad things together with some things over here. Like I, I look at it like this, y'all. Have you ever had some food that didn't have the proper amount of seasoning on it? Like somebody cooked something and you like, mm, okay. But if I could just take this little, this little season and this little sauce over here and add it with this thing that I don't necessarily like by itself. If I throw some barbecue sauce on that boy, now it's working (laughs) together for good. Uh And so Uh I think we got to understand that it's not that all things are good. And then Uh you start having a proper expectation, a proper form of trust for God And understanding, like, okay, God, I'm trusting you through the ups and the downs. And and what happened, you said it earlier talking about Joseph. Like, what if he would have given up through those down moments? We may not ever be talking about his story. So then the question to me for us is, all right, Jay, if you give up now, they may never hear your testimony. Like, Lavelle, if if you stop right there, and so some of us stopping too soon, we giving wow. up too quick, we losing trust too quick and it's like, yep, mm, your legacy depended on depended on you making it through that moment. Wow. You know,
1: I'm sure and, and you know, I, I was there with you when uh you know, pretty much all of your CDs came out uh when your clothing line came out, you know, and you had some hard moments, you had some great moments, but you had some rough patches. Yep. What if you had looked at all of the hard times with your clothing line, with your CDs, your music, right, and said, you know what, Uh, I don't want to start this podcast. I don't want to start Inspire God's People. Mm -hmm. It was too hard going through what I went through with my clothing line. It was too hard doing whatever with my music or whatnot. What if you had given up then? I will be sitting here looking at the wall, talking to dead air.
0: <laughs> like, what? look, that's how powerful your decisions are in this world. You <clears throat> literally can make a decision today to change your future. Meaning, again, like you saying, decide to start a podcast now for the next however many years or the past two and a half years every single week. It has meant that I've had to be in the studio, that I've had to be prepping, that I've had to be calling people for interviews and planning out shows like you saying, it's like that simple decision impacts so many other parts of your life. It's people yeah. listening right now. When I really think about what you say, Lavelle, like I get emails every week from all over the world, literally mm. all over the world. Matter of fact, most of the people who email are not from the U.S. It's like, I guess wow. Americans probably be like, ah, whatever, bro. I got some, but it's like, ah, eh, whatever. You ain't all that. <laughs> but most of the people who email, especially like heartfelt emails, tend to come from overseas. And mm. when I think about that, like it's people listening right now in Australia, Austria, Sweden, Africa. Like these the these countries listen every week. Like what would they be doing had I not de- done that? And then so now I won't. I want y'all the listeners to stop and think like think about if you give up now Mm. what won't you do in the future right cause sometimes like when you think about it Lavelle the reason we want to give up is cause we are tired of what was you said it
1: Mm. I'm tired Uh of what
0: I already did but we don't live in the future enough to be like if I quit now what won't happen wow
1: Man, and and, and and going back a little bit to your clothing line and your music that you're still producing, and I, and I don't want anybody to think that I'm saying all you had were hard times it with was, your music yeah. and your clothing line. Not, definitely, <laughs> definitely not saying that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But then, you mean, of course, like in anything, you have some you have some rough times with inspiring guys football. You know, other yeah, a couple of weeks ago, you forgot to hit a button and. <laughs> messed up hopefully hopefully it's recording now
0: yeah yeah, we're recording we're recording okay uh... (laughs) all channels are live praise god but when you look back at your music all of the cds
1: you've produced the clothing line that you had all of that worked together to help you out with inspire god's people you made some connections through your music and some connections through your clothing line that is causing you to be able to interview certain people on Inspire God's People. Connections you never would have had had you not done the music, had you not done the
0: clothing line.
1: So all of these things are working together.
0: I'm happy you for are good. working because that's actually, believe it or not, like I come into this show and it's like, um, That's how I look at it. It's working. So look, that's why I say when you live in the future versus living in the past, like we live in the past so much. And look, I get it. I'm one of the most flawed people you will ever meet. I have fallen on my face a hundred times. And the only reason that I've been able to move forward is that I learned how when I get up off of my face to leave with lessons and not excuses, And ultimately, Mm. it's like, in the past, I used to leave situations with excuses. Every bad thing that happened, you got a reason why it happened. Every mistake you made, you're blaming somebody else and why they, you know, why I did this or whatever. Look, and I'm telling y'all, I'm a very flawed person. Like, at the end of the day, the only reason I'm able to do this show right now is because I have to continue to deny my flesh. And I think that's important because what happens when you're doing things like this is people tend to put you on this pedestal that you never deserve to be on in the first place. It's not that you're not called and you're not living um, the life that God called you to live, but in all honesty, like thank God that I'm able to live the life I'm living right now, but it doesn't happen without temptation. It doesn't happen without doubt. And I think sometimes we forget that we're all human and you have to put your trust and faith in God. But ultimately like all things working together together, Like in me understanding, I got to learn from my failures. That's how you can move forward. So get out of the past and live in the future. Like if you like you talking about my music, man, I got this song that I never released. I might play a little clip of it. It's like, please don't give up now because you never know just how far you could go. Sometimes I just want to give up now, but I will never see. Just how much I could something like that. I'll play a little clip of it. But I actually wrote that song for the Inspire Guys People album that came out in twenty nineteen, I think. Um oh. and I just it never made I had so many songs that never didn't make the album, but ultimately, man, I believe in living in the future for that reason, Lavelle. Um yeah. you have to see like the Bible says press towards the mark. Mm. Right? Like press toward like, you got to stop and ask yourself, what am I pressing towards? What's in front of me to go after? Because I'm telling you, me included, look, bro, it's sometimes I want to give up. Um, it's sometimes when things get tough. Again, it's times where God doesn't live up to my expectation, but I learned to understand it's not that he's not literally not living up to my expectation. It's that I don't understand what's happening in the moment. Wow.
1: You know, it's funny. I thought about uh, the scripture. I have to look it up, but uh, it talks about how Jesus kept pressing, and it says, "For the joy that was set before him." What? Man, the joy—it was a cross. The word "cross" literally, they, the, the 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 crucifixion of Jesus was so brutal that. They had to make up a new word. that's where we got the word excruciating from. So for the Bible, said that Jesus kept going for the joy that was set before him. He was going to the cross, but he was looking beyond the cross to the, what was going to be accomplished as a result of the cross.
0: Purpose.
1: So he knew he had to go. That's it. Purpose. He knew he had to go through this but he looked at the bigger, at the bigger picture.
0: In this, in this life, man, we have to learn how to do that. Like, because again, man, there are things that, you know, I'm trusting God for things that I want to happen in my life. And, um, not all it's, it's not always easy if, if we just being real when you're in the moment, but you got to ask yourself, am I going to allow the moment to lower my level of trust for God? Or do I trust the Lord so much that I'm going to endure the moment to see what he has on the other side of it for me? And I'm telling you, man, if nothing else, I want to see what God has on the other side of this for me. It's like Jesus knew that something was on the other side of the cross. And I think like if if, if, you know, like, look, the more I'm thinking about it, like that's really what we are talking about. The other side of the cross. Because on this side, we spend a lot of time talking about what Jesus did. And we should always talk about every aspect of Jesus. So don't take this as me saying it, that we shouldn't. Uh But we spend so much time talking about what he did going to the cross. Like Uh we talk about he died on the cross for our sin. He never said a mumbling Uh word. All the songs (laughs) seem to be focused on what happened before. But Uh what about the other side of the cross? What about the fact that since he did this and went through this, what this means for us? And I know that some people address this. I'm not saying it's not addressed, but it's the glorious side of the cross that really frees us from our sin and gives us the strength to move forward in this life. And it's not cupcake. It's not all this little fluffy stuff. Like, that's why we balance faith in business here, because it's not just all you're going to just automatically be a millionaire. Cupcakes and cookies for everyone. It's no like because of the glorious work of the cross, I have an opportunity uh-huh. to wake up today and work uh-huh. my purpose and work God's plan. That's why I work. The Bible say work as unto the Lord. <laughs> it's so funny. You
1: said that you introduced me to a certain Bible app. And uh, as you were talking, I was looking up that scripture that we read in Romans chapter eight, verse 28. And I looked up lighter? the word. Yes, okay. a, a blue letter version. of the This is a great That's app. Amazing. And uh, you could click on a scripture and then you can click on inter, interlinear and you can see what the original Hebrew or Greek words mean. So I looked up the word for work, all right? The word for work, when it says all things work together. The word work in Greek is synergio. It means to work together, to help in work, or to be partner in labor but listen to the greek word synergio which is where we get our english word synergy mm. so i looked up the definition of synergy it says the interaction or cooperation of two or more agents to produce a combined effect greater than the sum of their separate effects
0: Ooh. That's heavy because <laughs> what you're saying is number one, two things are better than one. But what that's saying is that, all right, Jermaine, it's all this good stuff happening for you. Like, cause, cause let me just, let me just be real with y'all. Right. Cause I think being real, hopefully will, um, will help, um, the perspective of, of some of the, the points of view we we're talking about. Like one of the reasons that I continue to have faith in God, for like a child and other things that I'm having faith for the things that haven't happened yet. Right. The things that aren't living up to my expectation. Cause I expected to be a father by now, you know what I'm saying? Like I just did. So, but at the end of the day, the reason, one of the reasons that I in, am able to endure that stuff is because of what God has already done for me. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. God has done so many good things that I know was God. Like, yes. that, it's like, all right, God, I know that I know that you hear me. He's listen, this is what's crazy. He's answered a hundred other prayers while yeah. I've been praying for the other thing. <laughs> and it, it confused me sometimes. But mm-hmm. when I look at what you just said, synergy. All right. There's all these prayers I'm answering and things that I'm doing. And they're good. Like, you know, I know you rejoicing, you celebrating for uh, you feeling a little bit of success. It's going great, whatever, whatever. Right. But those things by themselves wouldn't complete you. Uh Uh Those things by themselves would not do what I want to do for you. So I have to I got to bring some synergy in and I need Uh to mix that (laughs) with some things that are below your expectations, some things that you're kind of like doubting and questioning and like you're unsure about, I need to balance you out with this synergy of, yeah, I'm answering these prayers, I'm doing all these things and you like, that's great. But then there's this thing that you can't change by yourself and you need me. That's the synergy. And sometimes we don't want the thing that God is using to synergize And work together. Remember, if things are if it's gonna work together, it gotta it gotta be more than one thing. Something gotta be working with something else. And a lot of times we don't want what it need to work with.
1: Mm. Do you have some shouting music? Cause
0: I (laughs) listen, brother. I I will I will put on this episode. I will insert shouting music. I will I will get some. Yes, there will be (laughs) shouting music. Somewhere in post edits in this episode, trust me. Matter wow. of fact, just go ahead and praise them, and then praise them right now, and then it'll is, it is show me where to insert the music. You're right, man. That is uh, that is good, man. I almost, I almost told that story. I'm not gonna do that about when a man was trying to give me <laughs> at church. That was trying to get me to run, and I wouldn't run anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't work with them. Come hey, on now. Listen, un- unemployed. <laughs> that ain't didn't work with them at all, brother. You called out the absolute wrong person in this service. <laughs> uh, but I was just trying to give him some synergy because he he obviously yeah. things was going so well in his sermon that he thought he could just say anything. But there would needed to be some synergies. Hey. No, but 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 in all seriousness, man. A lot of times we don't want the thing that has to be worked with for the good to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's what it like. If I'm being real, though, a lot of people I talk to, Lavelle or her, hear or speak, they'll talk about how they had to endure something. And then they will admit that it made them better. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes it's like, <laughs> we just got to stop and admit that it made you better.
1: And that's a tough thing to do, but it, it, it not it, it not only does it fortify you, but it helps bless other people. And and and, and you know, let's you know, because I know a lot of I know a lot of preachers who they, they don't want to admit and be transparent about certain things that they went through, and they, they what they end up looking like to their congregants are like they're gods. Right? Yep. Like they're just so high up that they're untouchable. They never go through anything. They never, you know, have trials, never have tribulations. And then that makes me feel like, okay, well what am I doing wrong? Yep.
0: <laughs>
1: How do I get to that level? You know, but that's not the that's not the point. That's not the place to get to. Where I want to be is where the work is going on, where that synergy is coming in. And that's what's stirring up some things and causing the things to work together for my good. I want to do uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm enjoying being laid off. But
0: um now going
1: <laughs> going back to Emmanuel, the needle going in and the 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 whatever medications going into his body, because they actually it was funny because they told us uh, they told us the first uh, every, every time they t- the, all three times they told us they say now a little later on tonight watch him because he could develop a fever so he and, and the first time he didn't the second time he did and um, this last time he did um, and it, it was really strange because the second time. He got the fever. He was crying. He just was very irritable. But this time, he wasn't crying. He didn't cry. We didn't even know he had a fever. Lakenya actually was holding him, and he felt hot. So we took his temperature, and it was kind of high. So we had to give him some baby Tylenol, right? But there were some things going on inside of his body that were working, right? And then it all ended up working itself out. So now, according to the doctors, you know, <laughs> What they put in him is going to protect him in the future from whatever, I don't remember, hepatitis B, whatever that is, and pneumonia and all of this stuff, right? So, But what went into him, even though he had to endure the pain of the needle going in and whatever was going on in his little body that night, it's going to end up protecting him in the future from something major that could possibly seriously hurt him or even possibly kill him
0: the synergy the things working together so i I just want everybody who listening out there man for real like stop and ask yourself like what's like what could the possibilities of what god could be doing with what's happening with me you know what i'm saying because we all look for that way out we all look for that reason to give up that reason to just quit. And it's like, what could God be doing? Let me, let me give you another example. Okay. Uh, I I try to give these examples because I don't know, to me, it's a, it's just a practical way that I live my life and it's helpful. You know what I'm saying? It simplifies things. Uh, When I came out of college, I came into corporate America at the time. You know what I'm saying? I was in a rap group. We were doing real good. um, And we were getting, becoming super popular, doing some good things Um, Still just a a great time of my life when I look back. It was just just a great time, great experience. And but like for me, the lure of wanting to be a rapper and picturing yourself traveling the world, that was much more attractive than going to work every day. So Uh I used to like hate my job. (laughs) Like, bro, every year I would come into my job like, all right, this is going to be my last year here. And I remember a couple times when we got close to some record deals and or close to some opportunities for some record deals and, you know, close enough where you like, "Woo, this could really happen and, you know, the right people hearing our music and things like that. It was like, in my mind, if you would have asked me, at that time, I couldn't see no good reason to stay working. I'm talking about uh-huh. like, bruh, if you would have asked me, like, do you want to go be a rapper or do you want to work, I would have been like, oh, this is easy. This makes no sense to be coming to this job every day. Um, <laughs> right. I started at the very bottom entry-level job. And you know what I mean? I just couldn't see the other side of the tunnel at the time. Well, huh. you know, fast forward now, and rap is still a part of what I do and my purpose is a part of this show and, and things like that. But mm-hmm. when I look at the opportunity to work at a Fortune 50 company, um, nah. The level of exposure to brand marketing for major brands that's in 94% of people's household across America. Um, when I look at like being able to be at very high level things, working on headquarter initiatives and sales and marketing, multi million dollar uh, business partnerships, that has helped create a leader, a businessman that then has nah. in turn helped me become a businessman over my home. It's opened right. doors for me. And so what I'm trying to say is, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, rap would have been the way to go. But when I think uh-huh. about it now, it's like, what would rap have really taught me? Uh-huh. Like rap might have never produced the businessman that I am today, um, especially in Christian rap, you know, because the opportunities aren't there. So I'm just asking you to stop and, and and not not trying to say like, your situation has to be like mine or my situation is so great. Just using an example to say that where I'm at today, sitting here on a podcast, talking to people all across the world and several countries, like I couldn't see this 10 years ago. and It's something you can't see right now that God is trying to do in your life. And if you just trust him and endure and, and don't just do the thing that makes sense in the short term, but try to 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 hold fast to his word. And be patient for the long term there might be something on the other side of the cross that is gonna bless you
1: wow i i couldn't have summed it summed it up better
0: well if that's the case um i guess we could just call it a wrap right there man uh hopefully your son doesn't have a fever and his arm is doing well after the college student that you allow to come into the room from the doctor that <laughs> wants the nurse to do the dirty work and just stick a needle with my godson. But hey, no big deal.
1: No big deal. It's a lot of, li- lot of layers there. A lot of layers.
0: There. Lots of layers and liars. Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's mm. Look, we get I got another word in me, doc. It's a lot of layers. <laughs> A lot of Ooh, uh. <laughs> Nah man, I appreciate you jumping on today, man. Um this was cool, man. I don't know. What what let me you know what? Let's do something I never did. I'm gonna let you name the show, I think. Let me see. I'm I'm gonna give you the, the titles because I name the shows. I try to like let the show name itself, you know what I'm saying? First I had uh-huh. baby shots, you know what I'm saying? That's just that was uh-huh. the first that was the first direction I was going. Then I I had it hurts but it helps. Uh Um, where? Let's see, what else I got? Um, the other side of the cross.
1: Mm. Well, definitely not baby shots. People
0: might take that the wrong way. Yeah, that's not a good title at all. (laughs) I don't think anything with the word baby is really gonna work because it's just about you. Just you just asking to be offensive at that moment, like you just. Right. Hey, how many people can I offend today? <laughs> right. Uh, I, I do like that because actually when you said it, you know, it helps, but it
1: hurts or it hurts, but it helps. Uh, that one kind of jumped out. But what about something with the word synergy in it?
0: Hmm. Okay. Synergy. I don't
1: have nothing, but.
0: <laughs> Wait. Okay. All right, guys, people. Let's. <laughs> Let's let me let me welcome y'all into step into my office, okay? Listen, I'm all for ideas. Bring the ideas. Tell me, but if it's one thing I can't stand, is a person that has an idea without a clear cut solution to the idea um That's me. <laughs> how about something with the word super catafragilist sbi <laughs> too many things that rhyme with synergy it's not like i don't know man like i don't know synergy um yeah i i, I have nothing for you man you, you i I, yeah, was I, cool, you got nothing. I was cool with the word synergy being a part of it but it's just like uh-huh. like hot like you would have had to like follow it up with an example um I don't know. There's
1: synergy in the inner me. I don't know.
0: I, I'm not a rapper, man. I can't. I don't
1: piece words together like that. I Wait don't, a minute. You know.
0: You're a playwright. You literally mm. write three hours play, three hour plays and name them and write a script for ten different people on a stage, and you don't put words together like that.
1: Well, you know it takes me like 8 years to write a play. So. <laughs>
0: you know what? <laughs> you know, you may have a point there. You do you realize we did the we did the promo shoot for your last play before you was married? Right. <laughs> I was looking at my computer the other day like we literally did like a promo photo shoot. Nah. Yeah. Hostage. <laughs> And it's like, this man is married with a whole child that he took to the doctor's office. Wow. Now, in
1: in my defense, in my defense, hostage is finished, and we actually put money down in 2019. uh, I think it was like August of 2019 to do the play in October of this, of 2020. But, obviously, COVID hit, so... And it, it took a lot calling the theater to make sure they could change the date, so they actually moved the date to October of this year. We'll see how things go, so be praying. Be praying for us that uh, Hostage will
0: finally be released after... So, October of this year? Yeah, uh, that's our goal, if if things let up with uh, COVID. Interesting. Yeah. So. All right, well... Um, I really spent that whole time ignoring you and trying to think of a title that can include Synergy, um, and I failed. I have nothing, so um, I don't think we're going to successfully call the show Synergy. Um, All right, well,
1: so let's go with it. It hurts, but it helps.
0: It hurts, but it helps. There you have it, folks. This is a real-life business meeting for Inspire Guys people. I literally ignored Lavelle in the end and have no idea what he said, um, but I hope that it blessed you. Y'all, like, I hope that whatever he said was so powerful about this place starting in October that somebody ran around their house while they (laughs) were listening to this show, cried, (laughs) shouted, prayed, trusted God. Um, and when you do, please email me and tell me what he said. Um, thanks a lot, though, bro, man. Appreciate you for joining the show, man. And you know what I'm saying? Let's do it again. Absolutely. This is for my Maybe you Thank you so much for listening for to today's show. Dreamer. Now share it with a friend so they can be inspired. Don't let nobody make you do what right. Be Don't let nobody make you do what right. Be inspired. Don't let nobody make you do what's Be inspired. to do, name to do. Live for God. So Live for, God. Live for, God. Live for God. Run Halo 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 Halo